You might try savoring this week in Western New York. I'm meteorologist Don Paul. Welcome to my podcast, Don Paul's Bits O' Blather on weather, climate, and occasionally some humor. Well, we all had some fun with silly old Groundhog Day on Friday, and Puncture Tony Phil got his publicity agent out there. It, it amazed me, actually, that there were some meteorologists, including Noah, who get concerned about people actually believing Groundhog Day to be a valid forecasting technique, and they actually verified scores for accuracy of Groundhog Day over quite a number of years. And to me, that's a ridiculous waste of manpower. I don't know anyone who takes Groundhog Day seriously. What they should spend more time on is debunking the fake forecasts from both farmers' almanacs, which tend to try to forecast with great specificity all the way out to a year in advance that can't be done. Chaos theory, that's going to be another episode coming up. But around here, if you did want to believe in the cute rodents, it might seem by late this week that Phil was on to something because we are going to be having temperatures not quite spring-like, but really way above the average of the low 30s by late this week. And even the chilly morning lows we've had the last few mornings uh, are still running slightly above the average of 18 or 19 at this time of the year. By uh, Thursday and Friday, we'll be heading from uh, Tuesday's 30s to the low 40s on Wednesday to 50 or a little warmer on Thursday and the low to mid 50s on Friday. Vigorous low pressure system heading toward the western Great Lakes on Friday will eventually bring some scattered and occasional showers into western New York, but they will surely be liquid. A southerly wind may boost temperatures to the mid 50s in Buffalo and then will cool to the upper 40s. You call that cool? That's still way above average on Saturday, which may have a few lingering showers to the day, but most of the time it will be dry. Sunday should be dry, partly to mostly cloudy. The low 40s looks like the upper 30s on Monday and the mid 30s by Tuesday. And by uh, later Monday and Monday night, we could see a rain and snow mix and a little bit of snow on Tuesday. It doesn't look like a major event. Uh, by the way, I just want to throw in a brief editorial comment, which I uh, spread out a bit in the Buffalo News article I wrote yesterday. The Los Angeles School District chose to remain open on Monday despite a life-threatening storm with flash flooding and mudslides, a good deal of their reasoning being tied to how many thousands of students in the second largest school district in the country are tied to the nutritional supplies afforded them at schools. And yes, that's a wonderful thing, but to expose uh, children and or their parents to the dangers of mudslides and flash flooding to me was poor decision making. And with all the problems we've occasionally had here in Western New York, I can't imagine the Buffalo or suburban school districts remaining open when the National Weather Service was actually not hyping, because that implies overstating, but warning of a life-threatening flood situation in the Los Angeles metro area, which is still ongoing to some extent as I record this. Well, around here, we've been advertising a change to a wintrier pattern developing next week, and it has been moved up a little bit. It looks like we're going to begin to turn chillier early next week, but then colder by, if not Valentine's Day, the 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th. But there is some indication in today's extended range guidance 
that this is not going to be a bottoms fallout cold wave. We'll be getting back to below average temperatures and it's going to feel like real winter. And somewhere in there, there may be some lake effect snow. Uh, that's a possibility, not a probability. We don't know how the winds are going to be aligning this far in advance. Lake Erie is still at 36 degrees. It's wide open except for a bit of slush west of Toledo. And it will stay open this week without any doubt because we're going to have those warming temperatures. But when we do get that much colder, it doesn't automatically mean we're going to get the kind of lake effect we had in that one week in January because the winds have to be aligned properly out of the west or southwest. And uh, we do not know yet that that's going to occur. The extended range guidance is very fuzzy at this point, but it suggests more of a westerly flow during our cold period. Also, another key element in how cold it gets is the alignment of the polar vortex, which currently is back up in the polar region, trapping the really cold polar air up there. There's no polar air anywhere in the lower 48 right now. It does appear that the polar vortex will be stretching again to the south and east. In that one bad January week, it, it stretched more to the south-southwest. If this stretching to the southeast occurs, it would take the coldest part of the polar vortex toward the Canadian Maritimes and northern New England. So while we would be get, getting colder here in western New York, it would be getting colder yet in the Adirondacks and northern New England and the Canadian Maritimes. So if that trend continues in the uh, ensembles in the extended range, I'll keep you apprised of that. This, again, will not be a bottom falls out kind of cold wave. And there are signs when you go all the way out to 16 days that the pattern of colder weather will begin to relax. And it's not going to be that long a cold period. We could start to see a moderation in the pattern by around the 20th of the month. I've seen some meteorologists who should probably know better uh, suggesting that this cold pattern would persist into March. And the guidance which goes into March is not highly reliable. We can't really project the behavior of the polar vortex more than two weeks in advance. So in my judgment, March, no pun intended, is up in the air. So that's where we stand. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please share. Please follow. Again, it's on all the major podcast platforms, even YouTube. And it's audio. Dig that. Anyway. Hope you'll be staying tuned. I'll be talking with you again very shortly.